It's Sunday, May 14th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Warning of a Republican culture of losing, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis sought Saturday to weaken former President Donald Trump's grip on the GOP as he courted voters in battleground Iowa. DeSantis, expected to announce his 2024 presidential campaign any day, briefly flipped burgers and pork chops at a picnic fundraiser in Sioux Center that drew hundreds of conservatives to the northwest corner of the state. At the podium, he highlighted his willingness to embrace conservative cultural fights and sprinkled his remarks with indirect jabs at Mr. Trump. Governing is not about entertaining. Governing is not about building a brand or talking on social media and virtue signaling, said DeSantis. Voters in the state are sizing up DeSantis and Trump, two Republican powerhouses who are among a half-dozen GOP candidates already in the race or expected to announce imminently. Meanwhile, three weeks since launching his re-election campaign, President Biden is confronting a sweeping set of problems in his day job that defy easy solutions and are not entirely within his control. A showdown with Congress that has the nation's creditworthiness at stake, a frenzied scene at the border as pandemic restrictions ease, and a pivotal foreign trip meant to sustain support for Ukraine and contain a more assertive China in the Indo-Pacific. According to his advisors, the single best thing Mr. Biden can do for his re-election prospects is to govern well, and the coming weeks can pose a near-existential test of his path to a second term. Mr. Biden is preparing to depart Washington on Wednesday for an eight-day trip to Japan, Papua New Guinea, and Australia. Mr. Biden will try to marshal unity among the group of seven leading democratic economies to maintain support for Ukraine as it prepares to launch a counteroffensive against Russia's invasion. Mr. Biden put his ability to solve problems at the core of his pitch to voters in 2020, and it is central to his argument for why, at 80 years old, he's best prepared for four more years in the White House. Around the world, Israel and the Islamic Jihad militant group in the Gaza Strip agreed to an Egyptian-brokered ceasefire late Saturday, seeking to halt five days of intense fighting that killed 33 Palestinians, including at least 13 civilians. Two people in Israel were killed by rocket fire. The tenuous ceasefire appeared to take effect just after 10 p.m., with a last-minute burst of rocket fire and Israeli airstrikes stretching several minutes past the deadline announced by Egypt. Late Saturday, Israel reported additional incoming fire and said it was again striking in Gaza, but the calm appeared to be quickly restored. While the calm appeared to bring a sense of relief to Gaza's more than 2 million people and hundreds of thousands of Israelis who had been largely confined to bomb shelters in recent days, the agreement did nothing to address the underlying issues that have fueled numerous rounds of fighting between Israel and Palestinian militant groups in the Gaza Strip over the years. In other news, Japanese Foreign Minister Yoshimasa Hayashi expressed concern Saturday about Russian and Chinese military operation in Asia and said the security situation in Europe could not be separated from that in the Indo-Pacific region since Moscow's full-scale invasion of Ukraine. Speaking at a meeting of European and Indo-Pacific foreign ministers in Sweden, Hayashi said Russia's war in Ukraine had shaken the very foundation of the international order and must face a united response by the international community. Japan firmly backs Ukraine in the war, but China says it remains neutral while declaring a no-limits relationship with Moscow and blaming the U.S. and NATO for provoking the conflict. And, 
A Michigan girl was able to escape an attempted kidnapping when her brother used a slingshot to strike the would-be attacker, authorities said this week. Michigan State Police arrested the accused assailant in the city of Alpena. The 17-year-old's name has not been released, though he has been charged as an adult with one count of attempted kidnapping and child enticement and one count of assault and battery. Michigan State Police said in a news release that the 8-year-old girl was in her backyard when the alleged assailant came out of the woods, grabbed her, and covered her mouth. Authorities said the girl's brother, who is 13, hit the alleged attacker in the head and chest using a slingshot. Police later arrested the 17-year-old based on another family member's description. Authorities also said the teenager had visible wounds from the slingshot. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.